The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? Good morning, folks. It is Thursday, August 11th, 2022. I say it all the time, but the summer is flying by. Um, Seems to be the heat wave has broken here. I've said that before, but I think it's true. Uh, Yesterday, we had a high of like 82. Today, probably 79. Um, So here in the Northeast, probably looking like the dog days of summer are gone or done for this year, which is a little sad because it means, listen, summer doesn't really end till September 21st or whatever, but the official end is just a few weeks away, The uh, or the unofficial end, I should say, Labor Day weekend is coming up. For me, that's always a sad time because this is uh, the time of year when Playing music outdoors, life is good. Life is good when you're playing music outdoors at night, under the stars, under the moon, on the water. It's just a fun time. And it looks like that's um, waning. Anyway, that's life, man. It comes and goes. Summers come, summers go. Um, yesterday, just following up. Oh, by the way, Dean O'Hara will not be with me today. He's a little under the weather. Uh, he was... He was supposed to actually co-host yesterday, and he was on for a little while yesterday. Um, but because yesterday was a abridged version uh, of uh, the program, uh, and Dean was only on for a few minutes, I offered him to come on today. He was going to come on today, but he's a little under the weather, so um, he won't be here. Uh, my guest today is Kyle Rogers, a comedian, young comedian out of... Uh, Ohio, another one out of Ohio. Ohio seems to be a hotbed for uh, comedy, arts in general. Uh, I know people you, you don't think of Ohio as the place. But anyway, Kyle should be here around 10 a.m. What are the odds he's going to show up? I think we could, uh, this should be a daily poll now. Maybe I should go back to my bookie and start taking bets on whether my guests are going to show up. I believe pretty strongly that he's going to show up today. Um, Christine Levine has not uh, answered me about whether she's okay with doing any kind of fundraising for her. So I would just, uh, I would just assume she's uncomfortable with it and we're probably not going to be doing anything other than uh, just making a donation from the, from, from myself. I mean, Uh, I would love to be able to help and, and see what we could do, but you know what? It's up to the person. If they're not comfortable with it, um, you can't force it on them. And I think that would be really rude to just do it without um, getting any permission or anything like that. So 
what is this? I'm getting yelled at on Facebook. What the hell? People just getting mad at me already. It's, it's morning. Don't get mad at me yet. I haven't even said anything yet. Anyway, um, so I don't think uh, I don't think we're going to be doing anything for Christine unless I hear back from her probably today or tomorrow. Um, I'm just going to assume that she doesn't. She's uncomfortable with it. Um, boy, news cycle is just a, a friggin' mess, isn't it, man? Um, last night on Mind Dog TV. Had a guest I've had on several times before, Gary Paul Cochran, who's an author, author of many books. He's a very prolific writer, and um, he also writes other books for. He writes books for other authors I've had on, who are claiming they wrote the book, but he's the he was the ghostwriter who actually wrote the book for them. He does a lot of that. I did not. I don't. I don't think I'm even still supposed to know that. I don't think you're supposed to tell people when you write, ghost write books for uh, tell the public, because the authors came on with their books that he had written. Act the the owner, I should say, because I feel a little uncomfortable even calling them authors now. But they played the game like they were authors and came on for an author interview. They were on to promote their book. As they, as if they were truly the author, but they weren't. Gary was the author, and I only found out by, I guess, by a slip of a tongue. Hey, uh, William, good to see you. You're the only one in the chat room right now. You want to come and join me? That's fine. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna pop in, uh, Thursday seems to be a day for you. Anyway, um, if you want to, no pressure. You don't have to. Uh, and I won't hold it against you. No. <laughs> um, but the news cycle is because the, the books he his recent, most recent books two of them here uh, lipstick warriors first chronicle and lipstick warriors darkness falls ooh some heavy he wrote these in a year both of them that's a lot of writing a lot of words there anyway uh, he wrote them when. It started to look like uh, not a, not a problem, William. Thank you. Um, when it started to look like the Taliban, uh, when we were pulling out of Afghanistan, it looked like the Taliban might come back into power. He wrote those books. Concerned, Gary's always been socially uh, concerned with social issues and concerned with. Uh, women's rights in Afghanistan and how for 20 years while the United States was there, life has improved for women. But under the Taliban, life is brutal. I mean, you're not even talking about going back 100 years or 200 years. Uh, you might as well go back 1,000 years for the way women are treated there. They are treated as property uh, under the Taliban. But they had a taste of 21st century life and freedom and women and rights for women and not being treated as property for 20 years. And then all of a sudden back to the stone age under the Taliban. And so those books were written to create 
some awareness and what he's got going on um, because of the news cycle. Again, this is all about, uh, for me, it's, it's more than just about this, obviously. But when that was happening, when America was pulling out of Afghanistan, it was big news. Everybody's talking about it. It was like, and a lot of people, if you were in one party, if you were on the right, you were complaining about the way we pulled out of Afghanistan and the mess it made there. Uh, good morning, Craig. Working since 3.30 a.m. this morning, which is, uh, I guess, 5.30 my time. But still, uh, good for you. I mean, you are the early bird gets the worm. If you like worms. <laughs> um, so a lot of people were upset about the way America uh, left Afghanistan. Now, at the time, I was uh, pretty adamant that when you invade another country, there is no, <laughs> when it's time to leave, there's no easy way to leave, and there's no good way, and there's no graceful way. It's going to be hell. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be what happened in Afghanistan. It happened in Vietnam. Anytime we we have invaded any other place, leaving there creates a mess. But a lot of people be, were trying to politicize it and be, oh, well, Biden fucked that up. Well, let me tell you something. And I've never been a Joe Biden fan and not a defender of Joe Biden. But uh, Donald Trump laid the groundwork for that disaster by... A great making an agreement with the Taliban that we would be out by September, no matter what. So they it was they were just waiting, they were lying in wait, waiting to take over the country. And Biden had two choices: he could either accelerate and get the hell out of there, or go back and commit to a prolonged war. Now, some people think, in in hindsight, committing to a prolonged war another 20 years, another 40 years, another 100 years, no matter how long, would have been better than what's going on now. But the the point is, this was big news. Everybody talking about it for a week. And I guess Trump farted or something happened and news cycle gets diverted. The attention gets diverted. Boom, nobody cares anymore. This is the world we live in. It used to be like, uh, I think Andy Warhol uh, coined the phrase 15 minutes of fame. It's like not even 15 seconds of fame anymore or attention on anything. So new cycles change and uh, women's rights in Afghanistan. Now, listen, <laughs> here in America, we have our own struggle with women's rights right now. Uh, and quickly, if you look at it from this perspective, looking at what's going on in Afghanistan, it's only been a year. We pulled out of there a year ago. And since then, uh, the Taliban, while nobody was really paying attention anymore because people, again, short attention spans, it was in and out of the news here in America uh, pretty quickly. Oh, it's a terrible thing. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Oh, Trump farted. Oh, 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 whatever. Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump knows that how to steal the attention away from stuff like this very well. Uh, 
anyway, so it, it was out of our minds. And then while that happened, the Taliban just enforced extreme measures. Women are not allowed to go outside their home unaccompanied by a male uh, family member. Women are not allowed to work anymore. Women must cover their faces. Women uh, are treated like property, like less than you would treat a pet or a dog. Um, and uh, no, I'll get to that, Craig, because you're absolutely, Craig says we can't pass the ERA here. Kind of funny we're concerned about other nations. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not all that worried about Afghanistan. Afghanistan, I mean, to me, in my opinion, in my priorities, it's not that important to me. Women rights in general in the world are, I think, human rights. Women's rights are human rights. And um, it's an important issue. But the the value in looking at what's going on there is how you take your eye off the ball and in a year it can go from having the freedoms and let's, uh, you're absolutely right, American women don't have it great. But they had the what they had the freedoms American women had for twenty years, and now they've gone backwards, Stone Age wise, women's suffrage, all that kind of stuff, uh, in a year. So if you look at it and you uh, analyze kind of how it happened in a year, in drips and drabs, and nobody paying attention, you can easily see how we are following down that path pretty quickly. I mean, you talk about brutal stuff. When you talk about a 10-year-old girl getting raped and legislatures wanting to force her to give birth to the child of that rape or face jail time, um, we're not so far removed from from enforcing the kind of Sharia law, Christian Sharia law in this in this case in our country, uh, on women that the Taliban is enforcing on Afghanistan women. So it's important to kind of have that as a, I don't know, a measuring stick of where we're going. But worldwide women's rights are our suffering. Anyway, Gary has written these books and he is passionate about putting more attention on the problem that was everybody's big story for a week until it went away. And so I'm going to play this commercial. He's giving away the books. Both these books. Let's show them again. Uh, Lipstick Warriors, uh, First Chronicle and Lipstick Warriors, uh, Heart of Darkness. And it's about the women funny because uh, it's about women taking up arms and fighting their own battles and freeing themselves in Afghanistan. And I was watching the Bill Burr special the other night, and I brought this up to him, because Bill Burr's special is kind of about that. He was talking about, you know, women's sports and and feminism and feminists being angry at men for not supporting their cause. And he was talking about women's sports. And he said, well, NBA, why are why are WNBA uh, 
uh, athletes not paid on the scale than NBA athletes. Well, duh, there's 400 people coming to a game in the WNBA. Nobody even knows the teams, and women aren't filling up the stadium. So his point was, don't yell at me. Go fill, go patronize your sport. Go there and support your teams. You're, you're blaming me? Well, that's Gary's idea. He thinks, and I think he's probably either uh, deluding himself and thinking this might happen soon or his timeline, you know, his timeline might be way off. But he's he's thinking that the women in Afghanistan will say they've had enough and pick up arms to fight the Taliban themselves. And women taking up combat against the Taliban. And that's what both these books are about. Now, I will say it's different there <laughs> in that so there are women in there in the Afghan fighting forces that are complete badasses. And I know we have those in America, but what's different there is they have leaders, women who are leaders of men. You don't see that here. Like, you know, a a complete regiment led by a woman, a regiment of men led by a woman who just happened to be a badass warrior. Um, But so the whole idea is about Creating awareness, he wrote the book with a guy who was a, a vet from over there and who has some channels of getting information back into there. He wants to let these women know that they haven't been forgotten and encourage them to engage in civil war in Afghanistan, pick up the fight for themselves, women against the, the Taliban. And I said, you know, what are the chances they can win? He said, uh, it's according to him, in his mind, 100% they could win because there's more of them, they outnumber them, and they're all good shots. They're all, like, highly trained, good with, good with an, uh, an automatic weapon, and they are. Um, so he thinks they can win. He thinks the women should, uh, should pick up the fight encouraging civil war wants to let them know they haven't been forgotten here. I'm going to play the commercial and tell you about it. But So you can download both these books for free, and I'm encouraging everybody to do that. And uh, if if anybody does, go to GaryPaulCorcoran.com and download both the books. It shows me the receipt. We're going to enter them for a uh, drawing for merchandise, T-shirts and stuff. Um, but I got to, you know... I'm asking people just, you don't even have to read the books. And he said this as well last night. Just download them. Just download them so we can get um, maybe some traction in letting these women know that they have not been, been forgotten. Anyway, here's the question Afghan's Lipstick Warriors, First Chronicle. Afghan's Lipstick Warriors, Darkness Falls. Two rousing tales of love, war, and international intrigue written in support of the Afghan women. Since Afghanistan fell one year ago, every bit of tyranny and barbarism the world had expected of the Taliban has come to pass. Women shut off from education and meaningful employment, forced to wear burqas in public, and imprisoned for protesting. All of their hard-fought achievements of the past 20 years stolen away. Even the simplest freedom of movement denied them. 
their status once again reduced to that of medieval servitude. With the click of a mouse, you can help author Gary Paul Corcoran and Afghan veteran Rob Williams make their free Kindle download go viral and reassure the Afghan women that the world community has not forgotten their grim fate. Afghan's Lipstick Warriors, First Chronicle, and Darkness Falls, free on Amazon Kindle, August 11th through August 15th. The link is in the description. We appreciate your support. Is not in this description. It will be today after the program. It's GaryPaulCorcoran.com. You can go there, download them. I don't know if it's Audible. I think it's uh, Kindle. Um, I don't think it, there's an audio version of the book yet. Anyway, um, uh, if you can, just download them. You don't even have to read them again. Just download them. I'm trying to get um, the whole thing to go viral. Anybody who does download them, they show me uh, proof that they have downloaded them downloading them going to be entered into a, a drawing for uh t-shirts and mugs and all that kind of stuff we'll be giving away a lot of merchandise next week my guest today uh andy rogers will um kyle rogers well, andy rogers kyle rogers will be with me at uh 10 a.m today uh comedian out of um ohio i don't know what i forget where what part of ohio ohio is a big state uh and it goes from north to south. <laughs> uh, I mean, northern to southern. In its um, in, in its attitudes, uh, down by Cincinnati, close to Kentucky, it definitely feels very much very southern. But up by Cleveland, it feels like a northern um, northern state. So it, it's it's kind of um, unique in that. There's some states that are like that. The renowned follow me on uh, Twitter and the renowned Kyle uh, on Twitter at the renowned Kyle. Um, and he's on Facebook and YouTube, and uh, he seems to be a pretty funny guy. From what I've seen on YouTube, uh, I think we're gonna like him. Anyway, he'll be here at 10 a.m. Uh, just recapping, I did reach out to Christine Levine yesterday. She did not answer me. Uh, which it seems to indicate that she's not comfortable. I think she would have answered me if she was comfortable. She's not comfortable with us uh, doing anything as a like fundraiser thing, partisan. And I I understand that. You know, for some people, it just feels feels weird, uh, and we have to respect that. So I won't be getting involved. I know it was suggested, uh, and a lot of people want to see it happen. It's the North Pazan. The Pazan was brutal. Uh, but I don't have any problem if there's a, a worthwhile cause for destroying my brain cells once again for a worthy cause, doing 40 hours, whatever. However, you know, I would even think a, even a 24-hour one might have a more impact. Who knows? Um, but we're not going to be doing it. I'm not going to be doing it until I get and okay that, yeah, I'm comfortable with that. Also, um, <clears throat> other uh, show notes there. Dean O'Hara was kind of expected to be here as a guest co-host. He's not going to make it today because he's uh, under the weather and uh, not feeling so well. Uh, we have uh, one person who has already downloaded the book. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> I just got uh, notice of that. Anyway, 
Way to go. Thank you. Uh, and Gary, thank you. And uh, I guess the women of Afghanistan will thank you. And hopefully we can make a difference in uh, women's rights worldwide. That's a big hope. And you know me, I'm a fucking pessimist. I am a pessimist. I don't, I don't have a lot of hope for anything. Uh, but that's a don't let my pessimism in, <laughs> infect your thinking. Just because I'm Debbie Downer over here, <laughs> always about lots of things. Don't don't become like me. Don't become jaded. Don't become I don't know defeated or thinking the world's better off having humans go extinct. That's that's my take on things. Anyway. Uh, Oh, what's going on? I got something going on, and uh, I'm getting yelled at over there. Uh, this, oh, Paul, Paul, Paul. Sorry, uh, more. Paul P. Paul P. Who was supposed to be on? And I wasn't supposed to be on. He asked if he could come on earlier in the week. I made some time for him earlier in the week. He just, and I said, <laughs> I asked him if he wanted to be on yesterday. And he just wrote back to me, yes, that works. <laughs> okay, uh, go on yesterday. Be on the show yesterday. Anyway, <laughs> where was I? Um, I don't know. I don't really want to get into the whole fucking news cycle I talked about how our news cycle is fucked up and, and how Trump steals attention away. Or even the, the most trivial things. Uh, now, everybody, by this time, if you're not aware of uh, the execution of a search warrant on Mar-a-Lago, uh, you're probably living under a rock, and certainly, de- if if you're unaware, you definitely don't care about politics, and I, I respect that. What we're seeing is as a backlash from this is so disturbing in how deep cultism, the the cult of personality of this fat, bloated dishonest con man it's it's extremely troubling i have no i i mean i knew that it was a cult since 2015 i uh, but i saw a woman outside of mar-a-lago protesting she said he's innocent he's never lied about anything he's a perfect man a perfect man what we're seeing in response to this very illegal search warrant being executed, the ridiculousness of, of the, the party of law and order painting the FBI as the Gestapo. It's just, it's, it's, it's dangerous. It's uh, irresponsible, obviously, uh, and it's just misguided and delusional. 
And I had friends who I called, I talked to on the phone yesterday, Trumper friends, who were buying every fucking drop of it. Every fucking drop of it. They just, uh, from and, you know, Hunter Biden, Benghazi, this, this is their answer. Oh, wasn't it wasn't it a terrible that they executed a search warrant on on Trump? No, it's what happens when you commit crimes and the FBI knows about them and can prove there's probable cause to a judge. They get a search warrant and they come to your house and they find what they're looking for. Usually, if you're there, they take you out in handcuffs. This is what happened. And there's no reason a former president should be above that or anybody should be above that. Uh, but they're oh, so, oh, but what about Benghazi? What about Benghazi? Hillary Clinton was fucking investigated every way <laughs> till Sunday. Um, and I'm not saying Hillary Clinton is innocent anyway in any way i think she's a lifelong criminal clearly uh, a lot of shady stuff throughout her entire adult life shady land deals shady land deals uh shady um investment schemes uh ridiculous profit making in some of those uh, shady investment stuff. You can go down the line with Hillary Clinton. And so I don't think she's innocent. But she's smart enough <laughs> to have erased the incriminating evidence, the emails, before the FBI seized her computer. But they did seize her computer 10 days before an election. Now, she's not a former president. She's a former Secretary of State who was married to a former president. Not that far a leap. Well, like it's not that unprecedented for the FBI to search through things when they have probable cause, evidence that crimes might have been committed. So these people were just jumping all over to defend Trump. He's innocent. Oh, this is such an outrage what they're doing to him. Fuck these people. They're all trying to save their own asses. But then you have the rank and file, the people who are not involved, who only have Fox News or Newsmax to uh, feed their tiny little brains, buying into all this nonsense. Hunter Biden. What about Hunter Biden? Is Hunter Biden an elected official? Uh, an elected official? No, he's the son of one. Uh, what crimes do you want to charge him with? Crack smoking and hookers? Because that's not a federal offense in any way, shape, or form. Those are local crimes. So the FBI should, there's no reason uh, at this point uh, to to assume Hunter Biden. And listen, if they find some reason to execute a search warrant on Hunter Biden or arrest Hunter Biden, the FBI or local authorities, nobody gives a shit. He deserves it. No question about it. This isn't a, a whataboutism issue. You want to, all crimes should be prosecuted. And nobody, I don't, I haven't met anybody who is for um, just letting Hunter Biden 
get away with crimes. First of all, you have to uh, charge them with a crime and uh, an alleged crime. Then they can't. When I say what what crime would you charge them with? Oh, come on, man. What? What charge? What crime are we going to charge him with? Oh, come on, man! He's the son of the president. Yeah, Trump had his children in the White House with him as White House consultants. But Hunter Biden's got no business in the White House now. Today they're making a big thing because he got a ride on Air Force One. Oh my God, he got a ride on Air Force One. Stop the presses! It's unfair treatment. This is Gestapo. They're not. They're not going after um <laughs> oh, they're not going after Hunter Biden, they're going after uh, uh Trump instead because it's all political. Uh Kyle Rogers will not be with me today. Just got a message from him. Uh terribly sorry. He's gonna have to postpone his appearance, unforeseen uh, circumstances. Uh, so there you go. Uh, it's one of those weeks, folks. This has been a week of no shows and shows of no and no show. It's a show, but no. Uh, unforeseen circumstances. Um, so I had nine shows scheduled this week. Uh, did three and four if you count this monstrosity and five if you actually count that 30 minutes that Dean and I did yesterday talking about Christine um, and that's it everybody else um, the rest have been no shows I have one more tomorrow and I'm certain she's going to show up I am uh, tomorrow uh I don't even know how to pronounce that. Nima, Nima Simone, uh, she's going. She'll be here. I that I'm sure. I will bet the house that Nima will be here. I, I hope that's how I pronounce it. N i e m a Nima Simone. She'll be here tomorrow. Um, hey, what's this? Uh oh, something something is something is amiss. Anyway, um. So, he will not be here today. I, I And I'm not going to sit here talking to myself for the next hour and 45 minutes or hour and hour and a half, whatever we have left here, whatever I'm supposed to have left. So, I'm probably going to, I'm not probably, I am going to be signing off shortly. Uh, anyway, unless somebody out there would like to join in, uh, the conversation pop in um, and... Uh, you know what? I'm not pressuring anybody to do that. I'm probably going to be signing off in a minute here. I'm going to just see if I can have some fun with myself here. <laughs> want to watch me have some fun with myself? No, I don't want that. Please, not that. Um, let's see what we can do here. Um, I'm going to see if I can make a phone call here. Uh, oh. No, no, no. Speaking of monkeys, um, good morning, sir. Uh, he's he's there somewhere. He's there somewhere. New FaceTime. New FaceTime. 
if I can too. Uh, no, I can't do it that way. Oh, I have. I don't know how I I, I can make this phone call and do it easy in this place time. I think I'm on the screen, dog. Oh, you are. How are you? How are you? Don't make me yell at you. Carl, do you hear me? You, you're just there looking at me, but you don't hear me. Um, one, seven, five. Talking to me? Yes, I am. I'm fine, but my sound isn't coming through the earphones. How are you? Well, that sucks. I'm well. You good? Yes, I'm good. Well, uh, I'm yeah. having problems with no-show people, as you you know. Um, I can hear you. Oh, wait. Wait, what do we got here? Hello? Good, all right. Are we communicating or not? Shall I try again? Yeah, I... Wait, what's going on? I'm calling a monkey place. Um, a place that sells monkeys. And I want to... Wait... Huh. They're not answering. Hello, monkey place? Is this a monkey place? Hello? Monkeys? You fucker. Uh, anyway, I wanted to talk to the monkey place. How's, it, how's uh, the comedy world going over there? In, oh, you lost Carl. Carl is now black and spinning. This is a good show. You love this? Good show. Uh, how come, how come we can go after 98 year old Nazis and a person accused Emmett, uh, till we can't be arrested? Uh, you want my, you want an answer to that question or is that just a, um, rhetorical because I don't know the answer to that. How come, how come we can, uh, no, don't worry about Dean. Dean, feel better, man. Take care of yourself. This is don't take this seriously. Nobody gives a fuck if there's no show. There's a show. There's no show. Any of that stuff. Or if I can contact the monkey people. Now I want to talk to the monkey people seriously. Uh, the monkey people. Recent. Try this again. Can I get through to the monkey people? Can I get through to the monkey people? Hello? Come on. I don't even hear it ringing. Calling? Maybe it's not... Maybe it's not in America. Maybe I don't need the one. Maybe it's possible. Could it be possible they're not in the United States? No. They're in the United States. They're in, like, Florida or something, right? Oh, for more information, contact German or Rick. German. Oh, they're in Texas. You there? Somebody's there? Hello, monkey people. Are you there? I want the monkey people. I'm not good at this, obviously. I have to find another another source of monkey people. I want to talk to monkey people. No, I'm not doing Brendan Walsh. Although Brendan is the king, he's the king of this stuff. I wish 
he would uh, do do something like this. No, I want. I have my own reasons for wanting to get to the bottom of um, the monkey business because it's a little too much monkey business uh, for me. Too much monkey business for me to be involved in, if you know what I mean. Buy monkey. Buy a monkey. Monkeys for sale. The primates. I think the primate store is where I just was. Um, monkeys for sale. Monkeys for sale. Adopt a monkey. Best pet monkeys for sale. Buy a monkey now. General overview of primates. Uh, is there a number I can call? I want to talk to the monkey people. I got to talk to monkey people. Where are the, no phone to contact us? No, nope, they don't have phone numbers. None of these people want you pranking them. <laughs> not this is would not be a prank, by the way. But uh, I'm just saying they don't want you pranking them. That's why they don't put their money, put their number on the websites. But I do have some legitimate questions about monkeys, and I want to I want to talk to a human. I don't want to talk to a website. Let's see. This is not America. This is a, a British number, a UK. I mean, I don't want to buy a monkey. In. Best Buy sells monkeys? I got Buy Monkey. And Best Buy comes up here on Long Island. It's just weird. Monkey, how much does a monkey cost? Monkeys for sale. Here you go. Monkeys for sale. Exotic monkeys. Gotta contact us. Uh, no, nobody's got a phone number. Damn it! I could call BTJ BT Jungle. Oh, let's see if I call them. Uh, pets or let's see about this. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. Pet Station, BT's Jungle, BTJ's Jungle. Okay, let me see if I can get through to them. So they got to have a phone number up here, right? No. PetSmart. I don't want to call PetSmart. BTJ's Jungle. Open now. Open soon. Oh, it's not open. 10 a.m., it says. Oh, I got another 20 minutes before BTJ open. Because I want to talk to them about monkeys. I'll call them at 10 o'clock. I'm going to hang on the air till 10 o'clock uh, so I can talk to them. Last night, taking care of some administrative crap. Um, I got a notification from Facebook that one of my uh, shows had been taken down because a uh, somebody owns the copy, copyright to material that was used in the show. So I went to the claim and I looked at it and it said uh, audio it was from the uh, the show with Dwayne Burton uh, from uh, two days ago Dwayne Burton was on and it said that the the offense was 11 seconds of audio on the program and between two minutes and 30 seconds and two minutes and 41 seconds. And I went to that spot in the tape and I looked at it and it's just me talking like I am now with a allergy filled head 
saying just words, uh, something about uh, my credit card. I had to cancel credit cards because of a scam, email scam, email fraud, phishing. That's all it was. There was no music being played. Like, how the hell can they say that I'm in violation? Somebody owns the copyright to me talking about my credit card, having to cancel my credit card because there were scam charges. Uh, you know, somebody had hacked into it, I guess, or some. And what 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 it was? Somebody was making redundant fifty cent charges on my credit card. So I had to cancel it and have a new card sent and all that kind of stuff. But so I, that's all I was saying for 11 seconds of me just saying that. And it was a lot quicker than what I just said. They said I was in copyright violation. Now, who copyrights me talking with a stuffy nose and allergies? And that's all it was. That's the audio. It's me. Uh, oh, there's Carl. Good Hello, evening, Carl. Can Good you morning. How are you doing? All right. I can't hear you, you. You can't hear me? Yes. You, oh, you can't hear me. Well, it looks beautiful there. Are those people all there? Those people all there for the festival? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, can you get can you get crazy. some interviews really with hot. some men? Get some men on the street interview. Stop somebody and say, "Listen, I, I'm on the uh, I'm on the the most popular uh, show right, right now. now in the United yeah, in the America. Right now. Yes. Tell them I'm Joe Does anyone Rogan. Does anyone want to be on Joe Rogan now? <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm Joe, I'm Joe Rogan with a pet monkey. I want to call I want to call the monkey store and get some information on... Oh, you, you got no Wi-Fi there. Eep, up, oop, up, oh, 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 No, you got no... You got no... Yeah. Hello, I'm Joe Rogan. Wait. Hey, hi. Um, UFOs and DMT. UFOs and DMT. Uh, 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 Jiu-Jitsu. I'm Joe, I'm Joe Rogan Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, DMT and, and UFOs. Moon landing. Um, I guess Carl froze up and not going to be able to get those interviews. Anyway, I want to talk to... I just talked to Carl's face here because it's just stuck on there until he figures something out. I want to talk to a pet store about monkeys, how long they live. And whoa, Carl's in another place. He's all over the place. He's like the Carl place. He, we have a place on Long Island called Carl Place. He's, he's Carl Place. Uh, I can't even kick him from studio. there. Wait, he's all over the place. Wait. He's all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. I don't... Now... <laughs> Is that me you were just showing? Yeah. That was me you were just showing. Somebody drew a picture of me on the sidewalk. I, I wish we had some good Wi-Fi. Yeah, the, 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 they're all over... It's the, it's the city state, so it's I think it's under overwhelmed with the people. Uh, yeah, there's a crime scene investigation, and that's it. Uh, wow. There we go. We'll see how long the data lasts. If it sucks, I'll get off. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see, yeah, yeah, I'm going to see a friend show in an hour or so. 
Well, it looks to me like you're killing it. I mean, yeah, you're, and, and, uh, you're, you're he doing well. The, I think the Leicester Mercury Prize comment. Well, we're not. We're not. This is not working out, Carl. Unfortunately, but I'm just going to say it looks like Carl's killing it, and when he's done in Edinburgh. He's probably going to be too big for this show or any of us. His head is going to be very big. He's going to be the next. He's going to be Carl Burr or Carl Chappelle or Carl CK or he's going to be just big. He's going to blow up. He's going to be big. He's going to be huge and too big for all of us. Anyway, um, back to the monkey thing. How many, how many more minutes before I can call the monkey people? You know what? Maybe I could call the monkey people before they're open. There's got to be somebody there who could talk to me about monkey business. Even though they're going to open up in 10 minutes or so. Let me see if I could do that. Uh, oh, changing times on the gig. Yay. Uh, Six three one. I'm giving out the number here. Five ten. Oh, come on, answer the phone. Monkey, 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 monkey. Oh, that's going to send me to an answer machine. Yes or no? Are you going to answer? One more ring and I'll give it up. Put me through to uh, the monkey department. Damn it. A uh, picture painted by Cheetah, who's se- like 70 when he made it. Um, obviously, I'm not going to get through these monkey people. I want to talk to the monkey people about how long how long the, the monkeys live. Uh, I got some questions. I have serious questions for the monkey people. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be easy to get through the monkey people. So... Um, Back to Edinburgh just for a second here. It looks like Carl is really doing well. I mean, I know I'm uh, being silly there saying he's going to blow up and be too big for us to talk to and all that stuff. But f- from what I can gather there, uh, he's he's doing some serious, serious work over there. I mean, he's getting it, – it's like um, – and I, w- I wish he had the opportunity to do this all the time. It's just like what happens in New York City when comics – who are serious about getting bigger quicker is going from one stage to the next. Because in New York City, unlike a lot of other places in the world, uh, you can have the ability to do five stages in a night if you're really, if you're ambitious 
and it doesn't you're not traveling that much because New York is for as many people as it has and for as many businesses as it has and venues to perform in is not that big geographically it's not like LA which is you know gigantic it's a two-hour drive across the city. New York, you can be across the city in 15 minutes, no matter where you are. So there's plenty of opportunities. And it seems like in a festival like Edinburgh, Carl has those opportunities now, and he's doing he's taking advantage of it. Good for him. That's what we want to see, man. I Nothing would make me happier than to see Carl blow up and become huge and well-known and respected for is comedy and uh, so good for good for him and it looks like he's taking advantage of it about time uh we see something like that good good things happening uh anyway um so the festival stuff now i'm i'm wondering cuz if what altercation is going to be like i've never been there planning on going there in october um uh, and hopefully uh it will be similar to what we're seeing there. Would be great to uh, get some, you know, personal interviews with Wi-Fi that works, people on the street things. Uh, I think Carl would be better good at that. I meant, you know, Dean said, "Am I doing Brendan Walsh before?" And I said, "Brendan is the king of like prank phone calls and those kind of phone calls on podcasts. Nobody does. It. He's better than the Jerky Boys ever were." Um. Carl would be great. I think he would be the ultimate man on the street interviewer because he's pretty quick on on his feet with stuff and and can handle people. Uh, so I think that would be great. Too bad he does not have uh, the connectivity over there, or you know what, whatever it is, Wi-Fi, cellular, whatever the connectivity problems there, it's just not working out. It's just a shame. But I did want to talk talk to the monkey people, and I'm kind of disappointed that I can't get through. Maybe I should try one more monkey person before I give up the show for today. This has been a, a really fucking one of the worst train wreck shows of all time. I apologize for that. Uh, and Dean, um, I know, <clears throat> and William, if you're still with us, you Craig has downloaded the books. Go to garypaulcochran.com Oh. Well, that was a half hour ago. I wish I would have saw that. You could jump on for a half half hour. I wish I would have saw that. Uh, if you can still do it, let me know. I mean, I got 10 minutes or so. I know you, you probably have to go now. Um, Dean, go to garypaulcochran.com and download, download the books. William also don't, you don't have to read them. Just go and download the free books. Uh, all right, I'm going to send you a link uh, through through uh, Twit, Twitch, uh, shit, Twit, shit, Twitter, Twitter, shitter, shitter, Twitter. Uh, is uh, all right. Here you go. Um, yeah. Uh, so the monkey thing. Uh, well, oh no! Download the book. That I'm like all over the place. Monkeys and books. Download the books. Uh, you don't have to read them. Just download the books. Uh, at GaryPaulCorcoran.com, and then show me the, show me the receipt, and then we're gonna enter you into the 
the giveaway for the T-shirts and mugs and all that stuff next week. Uh, but please do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to put out a newsletter today. I don't do a lot of newsletters sending out, but I really want to make sure that uh, you know all that effort isn't just wasted on on creating the books and all that stuff. Well, we got Craig is the white screen. Oh, yo. How are you? Whoa. Hey, man. How you doing? You're your built-in smoke machine. I dig that. That was cool. If we could do that uh, and then disappear. Like, you could do that as a, a magic trick. You just put out the puff of smoke and then you're gone. It's like, you're like, I dream of genie. I dream of Craig. <laughs> so... You're up early for work, huh? Yeah, dude. Been at it since about three fifteen. Wow. Is uh, what is the emergency? Oh, you're in IT stuff, right? Yeah, right I, uh, yeah. I won't say for who, but uh, yeah, for one of the uh, one of the going concerns here in New Mexico. So uh, we we have to do patching on servers and stuff like that. So I've been at it since uh, since early. Was it planned, or did you were you yeah. sleeping and got an alarm that said, "Oh, service down, you got to get up and fix it"? No, no, we have it all. We have it all planned out. It's just stuff that we have to do from time to time. So, yeah, uh, it's irritating. It you know, work really interferes with my viewership a lot. Yeah, of <laughs> I know it. Work gets in the way of so many things. Yeah. So, uh, what's up with everybody like bailing on you this week? That is and, <laughs> um what's up with it? I don't know exactly, but you know what? I because there I'm I'm I don't want to say if, if I say anything it's going to sound like I'm bashing all my guests no. and I've had some really quality people on here who I've enjoyed getting to know and support support new comics and finding out about them. Grateful for them. But in some cases though, these people are finding me because They've had friends who've been on the show. They request to come on the show. They're really at open mic level, so you're going to get what you're going to get. You're going to get very uh, – they're not professionals yet. Professional uh, I've enjoyed up. that. I, uh, Uncle – what was his name? Uncle Walt? That Uncle guy Walt. was awesome. He's going to be on next week man. again. Yeah. That's great. He's actually one of the guys who – and Keely, Keely uh, you know, pe tremendous. people who put energy into it and get inspired and in doing things. And yeah, that's man. what I like to see. You know, if I'm going to have people at that level on, I want to see that they're actually serious about their careers, not somebody, you know, uh, thanks for having me on, but I can't make it today. Well, right, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. now the, the nighttime stuff, that's different. I have publicists who schedule these authors and stuff. And for whatever reason, they either screw up time zones. Like the guy the other night, he was one of these people who's going to tell you how to fix your life, how to get things right in your life, how to, you know, uh, get rich, how to be healthy mentally and all that stuff. And he fucks up on time zones or... You know, yeah, that's my life coach right there, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, showing up is part, is the biggest part of success right or a biggest a big element in yes timeliness is uh i'm i'm you know give it five or ten years but timeliness is still like one of the things that people check off yeah you know, to, to make sure that that you're going to be somebody to do business with or be in relationship with yeah i had a drummer we had to fire because he was always 
just showing up 10 minutes before the gig. Now, drum set takes 20 minutes, 40 minutes sometimes to set up. They'd show up 10 minutes before the gig. We're supposed to start now, and the drummer's still setting up. And we had to fire him. He was chronically late. Found out that he's been fired from 15 bands for the same reason. So he never gets... Never gets it that you know what you'd be much more successful if you just showed up on time. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you wouldn't lose your job. <laughs> um, this Christine stuff, uh, I I think she's going to be okay. Uh, but, uh, you know what? I feel a little almost guilty that we that I even suggested doing something because it makes people uncomfortable. Uh, what's your take on this? Do you think I? Do you think she's just being shy or, uh, you know, too proud to accept any help or? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I obviously don't know her. I don't think it's a pride issue. Um, I, I really don't think that. Um, but yeah, I think some people are, you know, for, for somebody who you, you would think like seeing her stand up or, um, you know, I've also gone through periods where uh, before this show was going on where I'd listen to KLPX in the morning and listen to her and Frank do their thing. And, uh, um, but you know, maybe, maybe she just really feels awkward. I think a lot of people have a problem with, uh, um, saying yes to stuff like that. Right. right? So, um, yeah, it didn't, I, I'm surprised though. Cause she is so open about her financial, her, her, Lack of financial uh, acuity, and basically, <laughs> she she talks openly about how she's a train wreck when it comes to financial stuff. And so, obviously, money is important when you're when you're uh, getting sick and those bills start coming in. But I don't want to impose. This is what happens when you do something like this, and people tell you you have to you have to do a potathon. Right. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I feel pressure to do something now. Right. <laughs> So, I, you know, I think, you know, just I'll keep retweeting her GoFundMe and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the Eagle flies here Friday. So I'll be dropping some cash into that. And uh, but, uh, you know, that, that's think, the best way to do it. Do I, I, think, I still uh, have the link here? Yes, I do. GoFundMe.com slash F slash Christine hyphen Levine. Christine with a K Levine L-E-V-I-N-E. So yeah, please do go there and help her out, whether she wants it or not. Yeah, and if you know <laughs> people want to do car wash, a bake sale, uh, strip tease, whatever, yeah. you know, if you want to figure out a way to raise some money for her and get it to the GoFundMe, that would be awesome. Thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to push that on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, our buddy William, <laughs> oh. our buddy William is doing a show in your neighborhood. Uh, it's a mixture of comedy uh, and drag and striptease and all sorts of weird <laughs> fun. Uh, you, it's the you, something for everybody show. Is that it? Yeah. Well, we'll kick, <laughs> anyway, you can, you can get out there. It's at that uh, place, The Hall, I guess it is, in Albuquerque. Hey, uh, where is it? It's The Hall. Is it called The Hall? Uh, I think it's called The Hall. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'll find out really quick here. Um, but I think it's this weekend. It's tomorrow night and uh, and Saturday night. Uh, oh no, I'm on the wrong thing. This is what happens. See, I'm well, Facebook. Throw that up on the the Twitter, man. Yeah, throw it out there. 
Oh, here it is. It's uh, Vagrant Variety, burlesque poetry, music, comedy, and drag. Uh, the Hall, Performance Space, Jefferson Street in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 820. So that's not uh, that's not this weekend. It's, eight, it's next weekend. Uh, 820, or not even the weekend, is it? On Jefferson, huh? Okay. Yeah. Why? Is that a bad place? No, no. It might be behind, uh, maybe yes. it's over by the uh, the Fantasy Island, which is uh, the all-new joint here in town. It's It looks like a, a wild thing. Could uh, be. I had a guy on from uh, Albuquerque um, who, his premise for coming on the show was that he was the victim of a gay bashing in Albuquerque. Uh, Albuquerque's Pride Parade. He, he said he was beaten up and all this stuff, uh, and had his teeth knocked out. And he wanted to come out, and, come on, and talk about rampant homophobia in Al, in Albuquerque. Do you do you see? Is that a uh, a real thing? I don't. I don't see that. Um, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. Um, you know, uh, it's a. As you've seen in the news, I mean, our town is this is a very interesting place, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, we're very murdery. Um, and then we just had the thing with uh, um, the Muslim guys that were getting targeted, uh, which is, um, you know, I was hoping personally that it wasn't gonna, it wasn't a hate crime type situation. Um, you know, because that was something that I, I couldn't even have gotten my head around if we would have had some something like that. Um, but it was I don't know if it's any better, uh, you know, somebody murdering people, but it's just your basic old style. Um, it looks like religious kind of stuff. Uh, wow. Versus. Uh, no, I get it. You don't want it to be a hate crime. You want it to be just straight up passion murder, murder or murder. Mur yeah, yeah. Mur or a robbery murder, any of that kind of stuff. Because it, it makes you feel better about humanity that we're not just killing people because we just disagree with them or don't like them. I don't know right, if it's. Right. But um. So in so in the Muslim community here is not big. I mean, it's very 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 small. Um. And so, you know, the idea that they were being targeted by somebody um, who was just had a belly full of hatred uh, for Muslims was like, I mean, this is not the town. We're, we're very diverse here. I always very, thought very, when very I was diverse. there in the 80s and, and it always seemed like a very a tolerant and very, uh, very open uh, city not like uh not like you would expect not texas like it seemed more no, no, la -like. not texas brother <laughs> hell no yeah no. um no, but so the the kid that was on here who, who he came on to talk about his gay bashing wanted nothing to do about really talking about gay bashing he he's i i saw him in the in the window as i was introducing him in and he turned his back towards the camera I was like, well, what's going on here? And as I introduced him in, he did this big spin around, and he had no shirt on. He had this white jacket on, and he had Evan the Entertainer written on his chest, and he did the spin around and showed Evan the Entertainer. I was like, well, what's all that about? You're here to talk about gay bashing. <laughs> and all he was talking about is how desperate he is to get famous. 
uh, at any cost for any reason. And I was like, well, dude, this you're doing a real disservice to uh, the gay community to to you know hate crimes and all this stuff because you come on here talking about how you were a victim and you want to talk about this stuff and now all you concern is is uh, how to get famous it seems really is disingenuous and like you're using something from that i got a ton of hate mail and backlash against uh me saying i'm homophobic and mistreating the guy i didn't believe the story i was like how can you believe the story when he he didn't want to talk about this story he wanted to talk about getting on ellen degeneres yeah is that like that's kind of that's a weird stolen glory uh stolen valor kind of situation right there yeah yeah so I was just curious because he was he was claiming that Albuquerque was the most homophobic city and and hate. No, okay. it's not. not and I didn't. I, that's what I said. I said I've been there. I don't think it changes that that drastically, even in forty years. <laughs> no, <laughs> to, uh, it, to... it, it's not. I mean, you know, the uh, most of the places here are very are very inclusive. Are very. Um, go to great pains to make sure that everybody's represented, everybody feels comfortable. It's not a utopia or anything like that by any stretch, but um, you know, our, our, our state is so weird that we're wedged between Texas and Arizona, which are, um, you know, the hotbeds of, uh, you know, yeah. the kind of the Sharia kind of thinking. Yeah, yeah. That goes on with uh, some of the right wing, and uh, we're smack dab in the middle. Um, you That's know, we, funny, because this is what I was talking about with civil wars. Like, we can't draw lines anymore because you would be, you would be wedged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, it would not. It would not be good. Plus, there's only a couple million of us, and you know, compared to uh, the two states on, on either side of us, maybe Colorado would come and help, but it just depends on, you know, Half what communities in Colorado, Colorado is, you know, everybody thinks Colorado is real lib. It isn't, it isn't, man. It is not. No, Lauren Bar- Bobert's from, yeah, she represents yeah. Colorado. So I know that's why I say half, half of, or portions of Colorado are very liberal. Portions of it are very conservative. And portions of it just don't care. They a lot of escapism in Colorado. People just looking to be, uh, get away from society, sign right. off, or get off the grid. Yeah, um, you're on stopping grounds. There's, um, you know, it's a little bit more. Uh, right of center, right kind of uh, eastern New Mexico. You know that down down toward yeah. Hobbs and yeah. Carlsbad, and but but even in those places, um, it, it's more tolerant than it is in if you go into Texas. It just is. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I mean, people will go like, well, you know, we gotta. I guess we got to say the right pronouns or whatever, you know, and, but in Texas, I'll be, there's hostility in some places. Um, I'm sure like in the places uh, like Austin or um, um, maybe even Lubbock might even be a little bit more liberal. I don't know. Um, Lubbock wasn't when I was there. It was, it was um, very, very backward. Um, 
We, I know you got to get going. You got work to I do. do. I, I just want to ask you though: Are you? Are you? Because people are talking about going out to Panama. You're not going, right? You. We uh, talked about this last year. You don't want to go. I don't. I don't know. I just. I just. Uh, I don't know. I, I tried to talk my wife into going. She's all, I wouldn't go to that ever. You, you need some support there. Though I'd be your support. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, last year. Yeah, that, I, was, I mean, there's, trust me, that for somebody that hasn't done hallucinogens for, you know, almost 40 years, I mean, the idea of it, of, you know, eating a fistful of mushrooms with, uh, with those guys is, there's a, Part, there's part of it that is completely appealing um you know yeah you know 12 hours in naked in the middle of the desert that just sounds there's part of it that just sounds pretty awesome um and then there's another part of it that's like yeah well then i have to go live the rest of my life after that so uh i don't yeah. you know it's a it is a dilemma brother <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree, and uh, I, I, I'm not going. I, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have the desire I had last year. Last year, I probably would have went if not for my wife tricking me out of it. But I'm not. It's like <laughs> I'm into reality. I appreciate you spending a few minutes with me. Get to work, and uh, you know, hack, you, hack away, hack away. I totally uh, appreciate what you do. I really. Do. I don't know if people tell you that enough, but. Man, it's, uh, uh, thanks. I appreciate the support, man. You yeah, know we, that. Uh, you know, we love it. Our little core group. We just, we just dig this, and uh, it's, it's important. I think it's important. I don't know why, but it is. So <laughs> yeah. keep doing it. Give some people something to, to look forward to. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, well, yeah. You too. Get to work, right. man. See Take you later. Craig Johnson, the uh, mayor of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, vote for Craig. He's on the. Um, I guess the purple ticket. Um, anyway, I'm going to try the, the the monkey place one more time. Let's see if I can get through it on a monkey. I want to get some some dirt on this monkey stuff. Hi, uh, do you sell monkeys there? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I'm sorry, yeah, I can hear you. Do you sell monkeys there? We do not sell monkeys. Oh, uh, can you refer me to anybody? All right. Do you know where... where You're not allowed to have monkeys. You're not allowed to have monkeys, so I don't know where you could get them. Oh, okay. All right? Yeah, thank you. I have a monkey. I'm not going to get rid of it. She hung up on me. <laughs> You're not allowed to have monkeys. That's not, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true because people here, um, <clears throat> well, that's interesting. You're not allowed to have monkeys. How come, uh, hmm, this is interesting. Not allowed to have monkeys. I don't think that's true. I looked it up. They sell monkeys online. If you put buy monkey online, they come up. Uh, There's an issue here with somebody who bought a monkey. This is what I want to get to the bottom of. (laughs) 
I put in butt monkey instead of buy monkey. Uh, and butt monkeys, B-U-T-T monkeys. Monkeys for sale. See the exotic? Uh, hmm. Somebody I know who has monkeys, a monkey, that was given to them, looking to get rid of it. This is why uh, I wanted to talk to him about this whole monkey issue. She said, where to buy monkeys in Texas? I guess maybe on Long Island you're not allowed to have monkeys. Real pet monkeys for sale. Uh, monkeys eBay. eBay, they sell monkeys. Monkeys for adoption. Search monkeys for adoption. I don't know if that's true because I've seen monkeys in pet stores on Long Island. They Capuchin monkey for sale. Happy monkeys. Yeah, 65 uh, years of uh, in business selling monkeys. $52 per year or $5 a month. Adopt a monkey. Oh, that's um, a, <laughs> like a feed the children program for monkeys. Anyway, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Maybe tomorrow we'll get um, back on the monkey uh, business. Uh, although I will have a guest. Nima Simone will be here. Nima. Nima Simone. Oh, I, I got to figure out how to pronounce her name right before uh, having her on tomorrow. Anyway, well, Carl's got a clip. I'm gonna I'm gonna play Carl's clip. Hold on before I sign off here. Carl's got a, a clip he just put for me on Twitter. If I go share share screen, man, this has been one. One really super train wrecky type of show, right? Uh, let's see here. We'll do this, and we'll do this. I think this gets overwhelmed sometimes. Evil sucks. But, uh, yeah, I'm sweating the fuck. Going to go and see Eric Russian at 4.30. There's a U.S. comic stopped me and actually said I'd go to his show because it's just before. Terrence Hartnett, New York comic about fall cancer. Uh, so we'll do that. And I'm heading back tonight. To London, but I'm back here on the 25th to the 28th, and I'm going to be doing a lot of shows in that time. So probably like nine or ten shows in three days. 25th uh, to 28th. So, uh, yeah, you say. I don't know if you're able to play this or not, but hello everyone. I'm not able to play and it. Welcome not at all. To fucking hot as fuck, Edinburgh. I need, right. uh, I need to cool my balls down somehow. Can anyone help? No. N- knock them dead, Carl. Uh, I think this gets over. Yeah. I got to stop that. Yes. How do I get out of that? Okay, over here. Uh, anyway, that's Carl over in Edinburgh. Um, he is uh, kicking ass over there. Uh, is it legal to own a monkey in New York? In New York, only licensed authorities or zoos or animal researchers are permitted to have monkeys. I wonder when that changed because I have seen monkeys for sale in pet stores here. And somebody I know, here's the deal. Somebody I know had a short-term relationship and his girlfriend moved into his apartment and with a little, I don't know how you pronounce it, Capuchon, Monk, Cap- Capuchon, Capuchon, something like that. <laughs> Capuchon, monkey. 
little monkey. And they broke up within two weeks, and she left the monkey there. Now, he's got a monkey. He doesn't know how to get rid of it uh, and doesn't want it to be killed. So he kind of wanted to either, I don't know, sell it to a pet store, give it to a pet store, find a rightful owner and wants to know how long they live for. But he has a pet monkey in New York. Now, I don't know if that means uh, the monkey police are going to be knocking down his door. Um, it's very strange because I know I've seen monkeys for sale. We There was a problem in the pet store where I saw the monkey was there because the monkey kept beating off. Uh, this is true. I mean, I'm not making this up. The, every time anybody would walk near the cage, the monkey would start jerking off. And, uh, you know, it was it, people it, were kids were encouraged uh, to <laughs> go back and watch the monkey jerk off. <laughs> and, and anytime he'd see people, he'd start jerking off immediately. Uh, so that's not that long ago. I, I mean, yeah, I shouldn't say that. It was at least 15, 16 years ago now. But So I'm wondering when the law changed that you can't have monkeys. But somebody in New York has a monkey and doesn't know what to do with it. Doesn't want to just, you know, you can't let it go. Yeah, and if you just bring it to a shelter, they're going to kill it, right? It's a moral dilemma. Anyway, I guess I can't get any answers because they're going to hang up on me and say, you can't have a monkey. Well, I got a monkey. It's a, I wasn't calling to buy a monkey. I was calling to say, do you sell monkeys? Got one for you. Can you, can you do something with it? But they didn't even give me a chance to say that. Uh, that was a Weinstein baboon. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a little monkey. Maybe uh, 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 many baboons, because I thought baboons were pretty big. Um, I know baboons <laughs> love to jerk off and they love to throw their shit. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm not going to get to the bottom of the monkey stuff today or get any solutions on the monkey stuff. I am going to find somebody who will talk to me about uh, how long they live. How do you get rid of a monkey? <laughs> You get rid of a monkey that somebody imposed on you. Last thing you need is a, a listen. When I had pigs, I rescued a, a pig from the from the streets of San Mauritius, New York. But I already had two pigs at the time. But a Annie, the orphan that I rescued, um, she was. It, we were trying to date her, uh, not take her out on a date data how, how old she was we came up with somebody estimated that she was at least 30 years old by the time i got to her. and she as far as i know she's still alive I, I put her in a farm shelter when i moved from that house the whole other long story but um the point is pigs live pigs can live like up to 70 years i did not know that the norm is about 30 years, but as I said, Annie was 30 years, they estimated 30 years when we found her, and she still had a lot of life. And I'm certain she's, not certain, but I'm pretty sure she's still alive. So the question is, how long do monkeys live? This guy stuck with a pet monkey for the rest of his life, like parrots. Parrots lived 115 years. 
120 years, long after the owners die. Anyway, I guess they didn't want to answer my question. She was either busy or could smell, felt like it was a prank. It wasn't a prank. I wanted to get some real answers on the monkey stuff. I will say this before I go now, because um, I know people. I'm coming back to politics now. <laughs> Just a warning here. I know people. Listen, I, I've i said this on the air before. I My house was, um, I had a search warrant executed on my house at 14 years old by the FBI. I know a little bit of, about having it, raid. Raid is a, a, a crazy word. Raid, it's not like they come in get guns drawn. and It's not a raid. It's executing a search warrant. I've had that done. As a 14-year-old kid, had it done and seen how it uh, how it goes down. Uh, it's not something I would wish on anybody who I like. <laughs> Trump, I don't like. Uh, but for a lot of people talking about, you know, oh, what an outrage it is. And people, real people, go through that a lot. I mean, the FBI does that probably. And I'm I'm just spitballing here, but they probably do it at least once a month to some home in America, probably more than once a month, execute search warrants on places. So people acting like it's so unprecedented to be to search a home. I will say this: my parents were guilty. They don't often execute search warrants on homes of people that aren't guilty. Not They're not out for political reasons to get Trump. I mean, it, basically, the FBI is a law enforcement uh, operation, agency. And so m- what they're doing is g- gathering evidence like they do with anybody else. So people are outraged. Oh, how dare they? What a, what a calamity to... This is... Well, if they can do it to him, they can do it to you. They've already done it to me. And they've done it, done it for good reason. People who are not breaking the law don't need to worry about the FBI uh, knocking on your door with the search warrant. If you're not breaking the law, you really have nothing to worry about. I just want to make sure, because you're seeing all Fox News and Newsmax and the Twitter sphere of right-wing bullshit conspiracy theories. Now they're talking about the FBI planting evidence. Again, I've lived through this. There is very, very little chance, very little opportunity for them to plant evidence in anything when they come with a search warrant because they come with oversight. They do come with oversight to make sure that stuff can't be claimed. Um all the conspiracy theories and it's dangerous stuff and pushing us more towards there's going to be some violent backlash from the crazies on the right who are just deep in the cult. But we can't let that stop you from doing the right thing. You can't say, oh, well, if we arrest John Gotti, there might be murders. So we shouldn't arrest them. We should just let them continue to run the mob. You can't say, well, we can't. If we arrest Donald Trump, there might be violence. So we should just let him get away with it. 
that thinking is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Uh, we can't allow that to happen in, in the United States of America. Anyway. Uh, oh, Dean said he had NYPD uh, SWAT raid a place where I live. That's different from the FBI, but probably SWAT raid is much different. I mean, SWAT raids, you know, F weapons drawn, all that kind of stuff. SWAT is uh, strategic weapons. And so they're going to come rifles, guns, you know, body armor, all that kind of stuff. That's way different. Trump didn't go through any of that stuff. I, my family didn't go through any of that stuff. Um, usually, when the FBI comes and does a search warrant, they don't just leave when they're done. They take the owner of the residence with them. So, anyway. Uh, anyway, that's a, that's the uh, call out a show. Do I even call that a show? Or is it again like yesterday? Not a real show. That's what I that's what I titled that. Um uh, Kyle Rogers, kind of a disappointment today. Wants to reschedule. I told him okay. Uh at some point <laughs> I'm gonna start getting a little nasty towards people who just I, I did this week uh with the lady who was uh scheduled to be on my show Monday night. I wrote back to her and I said, listen, uh, I'm not inclined to reschedule. Uh, but at some point, I'm going to start getting nasty publicly about some of people who waste my time. Get me because this is not, it's not just doing this and having a conversation on air. There's a lot of preparation that goes into it, setting up the, the buckets for the shows, the marketing of it, uh, setting up all the, the streaming stuff sending out links and all that kind of stuff it's work it's work i have to do twice if you reschedule i'm not at the point where i'm going to start trashing people yet but soon keeps up i'm going to become a one-man libel machine who's this ah <laughs> i just got replaced in a or something. Uh, anyway, that's the show. That's it. I don't even want to say that's the show. That's a shit for today. Uh, thanks for coming. I really uh, apologize for one hell of a non-show week. Uh, tomorrow, I promise, there will be a real show. And I am... I am mildly hopeful that Jess will be the co-host tomorrow. Uh, so far, so good. I haven't heard from her yet today, but I'm mildly hopeful of that. Anyway, that's the shh for today. <laughs> and I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget to turn on your call man radio.
listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.